How do you know that a guy who has money gets fatter, gets more hatzlacha? Or if you hang around, really, if you hang around the rich man, you'll uh, be matzliach. When Light walked with Avram, he had also If you hang around Gvirim, you get rich. That's the Matthias. You hang around Gvirim, you get rich. An interesting halacha. If there you get real, become a chacham. If a person davens to the rabbinishalaylam to help him when somebody's hurting him, he gets punished first. A fascinating concept. The individual that daven gets punished first. Why? Because you're coming with a grace of taina, as if you're a grace of tzaddik. You ain't such a grace of tzaddik either. If you try to deal with it down here, that's a different discussion. But if you daven to the Rebbe to punish somebody else, the person that davens gets punished first. An amazing idea. It's Kipaskin in the Shulchanach. Very interesting halacha. Yeah. No, it doesn't say that. It says in Matthias. If you hang around someone with money, you'll get money. If you don't think money is important, so don't hang around people. You don't have to get money. That's all. doesn't say it's important. She's telling you a fact. That's why we invite Yehuda every morning to come at 620. want to hang around them. After she married Hagar, that Hagar had a child. And immediately afterwards, Sarah was nifter. Why? Because she was Meisr Dina Lashemayim. Appel de Gazach. You could daven, the Rebbe should save you. You shouldn't daven, the Rebbe should punish somebody else. Very interesting halacha. The Hanimili, this lady Nabara. It's only if there's an Eitzah down here. If a guy doesn't have an Eitzah down here, so then it's not that. Then there's a. There is, there's an Eitzah. And Taisa says, Sarah could have gone to shame. She should have gone to shame. If you have an Eitzah, do the Eitzah. Don't, don't turn to the Rabbi Shalom if you have an Eitzah. That's the point. Nebuch on the person that cries. Again, we're talking about the same story. Someone cried about somebody else. It's a Nebuch on the Tzayik, on the person that cries, more than the person that was Nitzak, that was cried about. Because the Tzayik gets punished first. Both of them are going to have a tzayik. The tzayik gets punished first. That's the mitzvah. Now again, we're talking about davening that the mushroom should punish that person. If you daven, mushroom should save you. That's fine. But to daven for that person, that's not kahig. That's davening for good. Here we're talking about davening that the mushroom should punish the person. You're upset about somebody. Davening for should punish the person. Never treat the klala of a hedyit as if it's garnished. Avimelech was Mikalal Sarah and it was Mikuyim with her children. Avimelech used the nusach of Ksus Einayim when he spoke to Sarah. Avimelech told Sarah, Since you hid it from me, you didn't say that it was your husband. You caused me this pain. She cur- he cursed her, Achmon's son, that she should have children. 
and it was mikuyim by her children, Achmal Slan. So you see this concept, Yitzchak's eyes got blind. Now, Chazal say many reasons why Yitzchak became blind. But I can point him that apparently this is one of the reasons. Anamela, you see this concept, kill us, Chacham. Now, kill us, Now, we're talking about a case where the guy has a taina. It's an important thing. Where the guy has a real taina on you, that's where there's an issue. If a guy is dumb, angry at you, there's no taina. Here, there was a shtickle taina. He caused, she caused him tsar, but there's a shtickle taina. If the guy has no tsar, the gemara taina, Chazal say that you don't have to worry about a kill us, Chacham. A claw. But I can point him, there's a taina, even a claw's head, a person should be concerned about. A person should always be the chasee and not the chaser. There is no near death amongst the Ephes more than Tayyan and Benayana. They're always chased. And the Tayyan was matter from his back. So you see that the Rabbanisham likes a near death. Period. Yeah, but that's generally speaking, a person should be a near death. Generally speaking. The Mishnah differentiated between a person that says Sma es Eini and Shvar, eh, shvar es Ragli. There we said that Allah is Yoiz Chayev. Even if a guy tells you, blind him or knock off his foot, Yoiz Chayev. Even Amanas Liftar. But Kras Ksusi, the Mishnah says, you're Potter. If you say Amanas Liftar, you're Potter. You just say Kras Ksusi Chayev. If you say Amanas Liftar, you're Potter. What's the difference between the Reisha and the Seifa? Why by the guf is a person not Michael, even if he says, I'm an eye lifter, and by, this, by, the, by a person's Nechassim uh, he is? A person is not Michael if you cut off his hand or his leg or his foot or his arm or his leg. It's not something that a person's Michael on, and therefore, even if he says, I'm an eye lifter, he doesn't really mean it. Is a person Michael on his tar? Titania, he cani pitsani, Almanas lifter, potter. The Brysa says, if you say, hit me, Almanas lifter, you're potter. It says clearly that even though, even though it's a guf, you're potter. It's a good kasha. Ishtik, he was silent, he didn't have a good tarot on it. Do you have a good tarot on this kasha? There's a svara, pigamishpacha, people are going to be embarrassed, this guy's missing a leg. That's why the mechilo doesn't work. But stama patch, a person says, I'm an asliftar, the Allah is your potter. Itmar, avayishyam, mishum, pagamishpacha. Ravomar, mishum, shenadamaychal, avashayavayim shalai. Ravol sticks with that original tarets, that a person is not maychal, on rashayavayim. And that's why, a, a, that's why if, even if a guy says, I'm an asliftar, the Allah is, you are still chayv. That's one tarets, the Gemara says, to the French, one Bryce says, if he says, punch me, you're potter. And our Bryce seems to say, our Mishnah seems to say, you're chayv. So the Gemara wanted to say a tarot, Alts Pagamish Bacha, or Alts Ena de Meichal Rashevar. Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan says different tarots. Yesh Hain, Shohu Kelav, Vyesh Lav, Shohu Kehain. An interesting halacha. Sometimes when I respond to you, Hain, I mean Lav, and sometimes I mean, when I say Lav, I mean Hain. Sometimes a person could say something sarcastically, and he really means the, the opposite. And the Gemara explains the case. Tanen Amiachi. He kani. Pitsani, Amanas, Ahikani Pitsani. Ruvain tells Shimon, smack me, hit me. So Shimon says, Amanas Liftar, am I going to be Potter? He says, Hain. He really meant love. Rashi explains that when he said Hain, he meant Hain. You think you're going to be Potter? It's a Hain, Shahukalav. So really, when the Brysa says you're Potter, it depends how you said it. Let's just finish the Brysa, we'll explain. Kras Susi, let's say he says, rip my begotten. I'm an ass lifter, you ask him, are you going to be part of Amalai Lav? 
He says, love. There he says, love, meaning, I'm not going to pat to you. Hare love, shukain. The love is like Cain. So the kids, it depends on the way you said it. So therefore, the brace that says that your putter is talking about that you said Hain Stark, that your putter. The Mishnah that says your Chayev is talking about that you said Hain. So you didn't, you didn't really say, you're, you're, you're connoting that you don't really mean that he should be putter. Rather, you mean that he should be Chayev. So really, according to this Rashi Shita, according to Rashi, there's no difference really between the Guf and the Baghdad. The difference is how you said it. If you said Hain, your putter. If you said Hain, Hain, then you're Chayev. The last case, Shvar is Kadi, Kras, Ksusi, Chayev, Fratig, Marv, Ramini, Lishmar. So the, the Mishnah says, if I tell you, break my Kad, tear my Ksus, the Allah is your Chayev. If I offer you an option to tear my items, the Allah is your Chayev. Fratig, Marv, Ramini, I have a steer. Lishmar, the Loyal Abbot, when you give somebody something, and it's only if, the only time he's responsible for it is if you gave it to him, Lishmar. Not if you told him to destroy it. Not if you told him to tear it. Not if you told him to divide it amongst the Aniyam. Then the guy's potter. So the Chayyim in our Mishnah, it says, if you say, is Kradi. If you tell a guy, smash my window, Yechayev. And in the Bryce, that seems to say, if someone gives you something to watch, and he gives it to you, Amanas, to smash it, you're potter. How do you reconcile? Are you potter or Yechayev? You didn't say, Amanas, lifter. You just said, smash my window. So the Mishnah says, Yechayev. The Bryce seems to say, you're potter. If it already came to his hand, I gave you something to watch. And then I said, break it. So since I already gave it to you to watch, that means that I want you to watch it. Even though I tell you, break it, I don't really mean it. I'm not really being masking that you should be potter. And there you're takachayev if you break it. But if I give it to you, to break it, I give you something and I say, take it and break it. So then you're going to be potter. That's the Gemara's differentiation. That can't be, because the Bryce Adarsh is the word Lishmar, and the word Lishmar is Mashma, it came to his hands already. So it sounds like it came to your hands already. If I, gave, if I give you something, and then I say you could break it, the Allah is your potter. Our Mishnah seems to say your Chayv. That's ready in his hand. It depends when I originally gave it to you, why I give it to you. If I gave it to Amanas Lishmar and then I tell you to break it, then the Allah is Yechayef, because originally it was a Shmira. If I give it to you Amanas Lekroya, then the Allah is, you're going to be Pater. As long as at the time that it came to your hands, it was Amanas Lekroya, the Allah is, it, the Allah is, you're going to be Pater. So again, that's the differentiation between the Mishnah. And the Bryce. So the Mishnah is talking about that a guy gave it originally and then he said tear it. And the Bryce is talking about that he said tear it at the time that he gave it. Who Arnica did Staka? There was a wallet of Staka. Daasi the Pompadisa came to Pompadisa. So it was a money of Staka. What's money of Staka meant to be used for? To be given out, right? It's not meant to be held, it's meant to be given out. So that Rabbi Yosef gave it to an individual to hold on to it, seemingly to give it out. The guy was Peshia. He didn't watch it properly. Also, Ganvi, Ganvua, Ganavim came and they stole it. Chayve Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef was Mechayev, the guy to pay. Why is he Chayev to pay? When he had the money, his tachlis was to give it to him. He wasn't supposed to hold it. He was supposed to give it out. So the Chayev, he's not a real Shemer. He's there to give out the money to Anim. Chayev should be Pater. Amalei, no. Aniye de Pompadisa. 
You didn't just spread out the money. There was set amounts that each individual got. So when you give the guy the money, you're supposed to give $10 to Reuven, $10 to Shimon. So that's not considered Amanas Lechalakanim. If you give it to a guy and say Amanas Lechalakanim, then you talk a potter. But if there's a set amount, that is not a Torah. We should to finish and to know many, many more Prakim Babli. You shall meet a Sefta Sifra, Sifri, Rambam, you shall I have a We have Yitzhak Zevakayan tomorrow morning. You shall I have a new Perak. Rabbi tomorrow morning, new Perak. You shall I have a So? Rabbi tomorrow morning in You shall I have a Rabbi Shneir Tzvi, tomorrow morning, You shall I have a Rabbi Yehuda, Tomorrow morning with him, Aisha and Abdai, Yerushalayim Abinuya. Rabbi Yisif Yisrael, Rabbi Yaleim, tonight, Yerushalayim Abinuya. Rabbi Avram, Tizkalamitzis, Rabbi Yitzchak, tonight, Rabbi Maisha Daiv, tonight, Yerushalayim Abinuya. Rabbi Ephraim, Rabbi Ephraim, in Yerushalayim Abinuya. Rabbi Yeshua, what's going on with Maishi? He sent me a text this morning at 5 30. What's, what's going on with him? I have to call him. Send me a text, good morning. Maybe his kid was up. I don't know. Reb David Meir, Reb Chaim Yisrael, tomorrow morning from Manchester. Yerushalayim Abinuya, Reb Shalom, Reb Meishiyamtiv, Reb Yisrael Meishir, Reb Sroli, Reb Levi Yitzchak, Reb Eli Melech, Reb Yehuda Kivanisin. Just like they all come, you should come in Yerushalayim. Don't be left out in the cold. Yerushalayim Abinuya, boards, boards. I'm sure. Reb Aaron Ben Yisrael tonight in Yerushalayim Abinuya. Reb Tzvi. Tomorrow morning, with a gishmak, with a kanak, bright and early, in Yerushalayim of Anuya. Reb Yaakov Meir, tomorrow morning, this afternoon, with a gishmak. Yerushalayim of Anuya. Reb Chaim, tonight, with a gishmak. Yerushalayim of Anuya. Reb Zev Gabriel Tzvi, tomorrow morning, with a gishmak. In Yerushalayim of Anuya. Reb Menachem Zalman, Tiskelamitzis, in Yerushalayim of Anuya. Reb Yechezkel, in Yerushalayim of Anuya. Tomorrow morning in Yerushalayim of Anuya. Rabbi Yisrael Moshe. Bezer Hashem tomorrow morning in Yerushalayim of Anuya. Rabbi Avram. Tomorrow morning with a Gishmak. Yerushalayim of Anuya. Rabbi Peretz. This afternoon. Yerushalayim of Anuya. Rabbi Yudah Levi. Tomorrow morning. Yerushalayim of Anuya. Rabbi Yehuda Katz. Shvat. Tomorrow morning. Yerushalayim of Anuya. Rabbi Nucham. Tomorrow morning, Yerushalayim Avinuya. Rabbi Avraham Akiva, tomorrow morning, Fashtetzach. Yerushalayim Avinuya. Rabbi Yisrael Meir, tomorrow morning, Yerushalayim Avinuya. Rabbi Eli, tomorrow morning, with a Gishmak, Yerushalayim Avinuya. Rabbi Asher, 150, we're starting again. Tomorrow morning, in Yerushalayim Avinuya. Rabbi Ochanan Yankiv, tomorrow morning, with a Gishmak, Yerushalayim Avinuya. You can take it out. Rabbi Tzion. Rabbi Tzion ben Amayisha, tomorrow morning with a Gishmak, in Yerushalayim Abinuya. Amen. Rabbi Leo Alevi, tomorrow morning with a Gishmak, in Yerushalayim Abinuya. I can? Amen. I can't hear you, what? Oh, Yishtabach Shemcha. There you go. Come on, look. Oh, two, five. Yehuda Kivanissa needs new parak with a gishmak. Today's shear 
is generously sponsored in honor, <coughs> this is a first, in honor of Mrs. Molinowitz, that's Mrs. Molinowitz Sr., the Rebbitzin Molinowitz, I should, we should have worded it Rebbitzin Molinowitz, not only the matriarch of our, what's a matriarch? Of our shear, but also the mother of hundreds of the finest Benais Yisrael in Lakewood, sponsored by an anonymous parent with Hakaras Hataiv. We, have, we don't know who that is, but Ben Sian keeps the military secrets to himself. That's our Parnas Hashir. And our Parnas Achaydesh is Lili Nishmas. Harav Shmuel Shmelka Ben Aaron Moshe Zuchayn Levracha Yaleib. Ben Moshe Lipa Halevi Zuchayn Levracha Shazelig. Ben Moshe Zuchayn Levracha Kars Hatayv. To our beloved Magad Shir Neschus. For Achaynu Kalbeis Yisrael. Aray Naisei Es Naisa Veitzchayimi. With an Aleph and Aisher with an Ayin to Rebetzin Malinowitz, the matriarch of our Shir, and to her Mishpacha. Huh? And to her beloved, God didn't pay for it. You only give me a pay for it, see it. The, the uh, Parnas HaChaydish got that. Parnas HaChaydish paid for it. And to our Parnas HaChaydish, our anonymous Aviyah Ben Parnas HaChaydish. And to his mishpacha, Bezer Hashem, for everything that he does for the Shir, Bezer Hashem, for the Isaac, Pitzarche Taira, and the Isaac, Pitzarche Tzibor. And to their mishpachas, Bezer Hashem, Lo'irech Yamim Taivim, Amen. Amen. Huh? You're recording? Oh, your mamish on the ball. There we go. Givaldik. There we go. Okay, now we're recording. Uh, uh, no, so we, we have, we're going to do it again. Don't worry, we're going to do it again. Zog the Heilige Mishneh HaGoyzel Eitzim. A person steals wood. So we know the concept of Shinui. We had it in the seventh parak. The concept, if you make a Shinui, you're kind of. Let's say a person steals wood and he makes Kalim out of it. Tzemer, Vasam Begadim, he steals wool. And he makes begadim out of it. So he made a serious shinoi. Mishalem kishas akzela. He pays the amount of. He doesn't pay as the keli. The keli is not. The keli belongs to him. He pays the worth of the wood and the wool because he's kainet. Gazal param mubarasi aldo. Let's interesting case. He steals a pregnant para and the para gives birth. Rachel tuuna, a sheep that had wool on it. Vegazza and he shore the sheep. Mishalem dmei para imedes leilid. The Allah is he pays a uh, a the, the worth of a full-fledged Rachel or a full or a para that is pregnant. Because the 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 worth now that it gives birth, right now the now it's worth more. Now you have an animal and a para, but that belongs to the Ghanav, because there's a shinoi. Because once the para gives birth, there's a shinoi, but you still have to pay for the stolen item, and the stolen item was a pregnant para and a full Rachel. What about this case? Let's say it became pregnant by you and it gave birth. So when you stole it, it was small. And then it became pregnant and gave birth. Rachel, and then she got wool and you shore it. So again, the same thing. It, the, it was empty when, it, when you stole it. You only pay the word even though it became pregnant and you technically had you have a stolen para that became pregnant. But you only pay the, the way it was when it was stolen. Rabbi Aaron, what, what is that? That's the first bell? Commitment. 
That's the ring. The ring of the first bell. The rule is, all gazlonim pay kishas hagzela. That's the halacha. So the kids of the Chiddush of the Mishnah is the concept of Shinoi. Let's get right to it. It sounds like the only way you're kind of it is if you made kalim out of it. But if you sanded it, then the halacha is you are not, it's not enough of a Shinoi. If you just sand down the wood, you made it nice, that's not enough of a Shinoi. It sounds like only if you do a certified Shinoi, you take the Tzemer and you make a baget out of it. But if you just whiten it, it sounds like that's not a good enough Shinoi. That's the Deek in the Mishnah. The Mishnah picks an extreme circumstance. So it sounds like sanding and whitening is not enough of a Shinoi. For a minute, Gazal eats the Mishifan, Avadim Vesisisan, you sand down the stone, Tzemer of Libnan, Pisht, you clean the Tzemer, Pisht on Vinikom, Misham Kshasak Zel, Talach is a Pekshasak Zel, it's considered a Shinoi. So you see, even a minor Shinoi is considered a Shinoi. Our Mishnah sounds like only a major Shinoi. Amr Abaya, Tanadidan Katani Shinoi, Dirabanan Dehadra, very interesting concept. Our Tana is talking about a Shinoi that only works in Dirabanan because it's Chaiser. We'll see in a minute what that means. It's not a permanent shinoi. The kol shekain shinoi deraisa for sure, a permanent shinoi, which is deraisa, which works medereisa. It's a real serious shinoi. That for sure the Mishnah agrees that it works. So the Mishnah picked the case of a shinoi derabanan, which is chayzer. The Gemara explain in a second. Eitzim vaasam kalim. What does it mean? You took wood and you made it into kalim. We're talking about beitzim mishupin. You took sanded down wood. You took professional wood and you made a kalim out of it. You took beams, beautiful, nice wood. That's a shinoi, that's chayz labiyasi, because you can take apart the keli. So even though, if you sand down wood, that's, uh, you, can't change, you can't take away the sanding. Once it's sanded, it's done. But if you take sanded wood and make a, a keli out of it, you could, te- you could technically, you could technically take apart the keli. So that shinoi, even though to us, it seems like a huge shinoi, you built a desk out of it, you could take apart the desk. So in Hilchas Shinoi, it's not such a stark Shinoi. Memela, that is considered a Shinoi de Rabbanon. Very interesting thing. So the Mishnah picks a case of a Shinoi de Rabbanon. See, we would say building a desk is much more serious than sanding. But the Gemara says, no, it all depends on how, much, how it, it could it go back to its original state. Building a desk can easily go back to its original state. Sanding can never go back. So therefore, sanding is considered a Shinoi de Raisa. But building a desk is considered Shina Dirabanan, and therefore the Mishnah lists Shina Dirabanan and Kalshikain or Shina Diraisa. That's the Khajbi. Let's continue. Tzamer Vasan Bigadim. When you made a beggar out of the Tzamer, what's the case? Bit Tzamer Tavoy. You're talking about Tzamer that's already processed. The Shina Dahadilabiyasu. You could, the Baisasala, you could take apart the beggar. The Kalshikain, Shina Diraisa. For sure, if you whiten it, you do something serious to it that will never be able to go back. That for sure works. That's not a Shiloh. The Chedesh is even a Shina de Rabbanan, which technically could be returned to its original state. That's how Abai explains the Mishnah. The Tana Bra, and the Braisa that we just brought, Shina de Raisa Katani, only lists Shina de Raisa, which is whitening or doing something serious which cannot be returned, which cannot be brought back. The Shina de Rabbanan like Katani does not list a Shina de Rabbanan. So this is Abai really. Whitening also works, really standing also works, but the Mishnah is picking a bigger Chiddush of something that can technically go back <coughs> to its original state. That's a bias that's. Ravashi Amarna, Ravashi changes. He says, Tana didanami Shinadiraisa Katani. Really, our Tana is also talking about a Shinadiraisa. 
What does it mean you made it into Kalim? Bukhani. It means you made it into Bukhani, which means the Hainu Shifan. It basically means that you sanded it down. When it says you made it into Kalim, it means you took a piece of wood and you sanded it down. You're using the Kali, you're using the kind of, you're using a kind of piece of wood that when you sand it down, you make it into a cleat. So the the making it into a cleat doesn't mean what we thought. They actually made a Kali. It means that you sanded it down. Semer, that's the second bell. Let's just finish the line. Semer v'asan begadim. Namti tahainu shina diliyada. Semer that you made begadim means you made namti, which is, Rashi says, it's, it's like a felt kind of begad, which you don't whiten the semer, but it's a shina diliyada. It will not be chayzer. And therefore, it is also discussing a shinoi deraisa. That is, his, according to his shita, avada, maybe shinoi derabadan would not be kaina, according to Ravashi's shita, and our Mishnah is talking about a shinoi deraisa, the kind of keli and the kind of beged is something that will not be able to be chayzer. And today's shir, Chav Gimel Shvat, is sponsored in honor of Rebetz and Malinowitz, not only the matriarch of our shir, but also the mother of hundreds of the finest B'nai Yisrael in Lakewood. Hey, Bitzal, he's not here. I guess the father of the finest Bitzal of B'nai Yisrael in Lakewood is not here. An anonymous parent with HaKaris HaTayv. That's our Parnas Hashir. And our Parnas HaChaydesh is Lila Nishmas Rav Shmuel Shmelka. Ben Aaron Moshe Zechayin Levracha. Ayalev Moshe Lipa Alevi Zechayin Levracha. Asher Zelig Ben Moshe Zechayin Levracha. HaKaris HaTayv. To our beloved Maggit Shir. And Eschos for Achenu Kol Beis Yisrael. That is the Eschos of today's Limud Atayah. Our anonymous Parnas Hashir and our anonymous Parnas Hachaydish. And the Mishpachas. Amen. Shkayich. Zak Teilek Yigamar Vayter. Amar Veliban Miavishini. He telling me whitening wool is considered a shini. Is that true? Veramini. Fatimar. It's not true. Loihis. So the Allah is like this. A person's mechoyev. When you shear your sheep, S-H-E-A-R, your sheep, the halacha is you have to give some of it to Rabbi Yitzchak Zev and to Rabbi Aaron HaKayin. That's the halacha. You're mechoyev to give Rashis Hagez, the first of your gizi, you're to give to the kayin. What's the halacha? Lehispik, litnailai, and Bezer Hashem, Rabbi Yitzchak, and Ablevi Yitzchak, if you're here for Padakama, you'll be here for Chulun. Bezer Hashem. And in Chulun, uh-uh. The father of the finest B'nai Yisrael of Lakewood. But anyway, if you're here, it wasn't, I know it wasn't him. But Hashem, if you're here, actually I shouldn't say I know it wasn't him. No, I know it wasn't him. But anyway, the, the halacha is like this. Let's say you didn't give the wool to the kayin until you dyed the wool. You dyed the wool that really belongs to the kayin. So halacha is your potter. You don't have to give it anymore. Why? Because now you're kayin it with shinoi. Now, why don't you have to pay? You should have to pay your baron or your You stole their wool. You don't have to pay them because there's nobody that could be Tevea. Nobody could come and say, excuse me, that's my wool because you could give it to any coin you want. So basically, you're doing something that's wrong, but technically you can keep it. That's Allah. If you dyed it, you technically can keep it because it's a shini. That's Allah in Mesechus Chulet. Let's say you just whitened it. You didn't dye it. Then you're chayev. That's not enough of a shini. So the chayev, you see clearly in this Mishnah that whitening is not a shini. So the chayev, you just told me whitening is a shini. Amir Abayi Kasha Harib Shimon Arabonets Machlekes Tanaim Tetanya Gazazai. If you shore your sheep, tava you spun it, varga you wove it, ain mitzdarif. 
It's not mitzvah. The halacha is reish tegez. You only chayev if you have five sheep. We'll see in Mesechus Chulin. Bazar Hashem of Yitzchak held cup and of Levi Yitzchak. We'll see in Mesechus Chulin. But there's a certain amount of sheep you have to have to be chayev. Let's say you shore the sheep and then you spun it and you wove before you you sh- you you cut the wool off all the sheep. You took off one sheep. You made a you you spun the wool and then you took another sheep. So bekitzer, it's never mitzurf because you kept doing shinuyim to each one of the sheep. So mail it's not mitzurf. That's the halacha that the Ebrisa says. But libnai, if you took one sheep and you whitened the wool and then you went to the next sheep, so Reb Shimon Eimei mitzurf. Reb Shimon says it's not mitzurf anymore because it's considered a shinoi. Vacham Eimei mitzurf. Cham say it is a, it is mitzurf because not a shinoi. So the halacha of libon. Being a Shinoi is Machlaikis Tanaim, according to Shimon Yechai. It's not Mitzurif, it is a Shinoi, and according to the Chamim, it is not considered a Shinoi. So that's the Gemara's Tarot, even though it seems to be a Stira. Our Mishnah, our Bryce seems to say it is a Shinoi. Our Bryce is going like Rev Shimon Shita, and the other Bryce is going like the Chamim Shita, if Liban's a Shinoi or not. Rav Amarna, Havaha Reb Shimon. They're both going like Reb Shimon. Everybody's going like Reb Shimon. Velay Kasha. Ha de Naftsei Nefutsei. Ha, this sarke sruki, it depends how you cleaned it. You could do it with your hand, which is not such a dramatic step, or you could do it with combs. If you do it with combs, it's much more serious, it cleans it much better, and that is considered a shinoi. If you do it with your hand, it's not a shinoi. So because that's the answer. There's different kinds of cleaning it, and if you do it with a serious comb, then it's a clean. If you do it without a serious comb, it's not a clean. I'll get another way to differentiate between the bases. The first time was it's a machlaikis. Second time it's to differentiate between the cases. It also, one is you just whitened it, and one is you use sulfur, more of a serious kind of libun. Again, a difference between different kinds of liban. So either it's a different you differentiate differentiate between what happened to it, or you differentiate its machlaikis tana. That's the way you answer the kasha. Hashti, you're telling me according to Shreb Shimon, Liban is a shinui. You're telling me dying, we're going to see in a second, according to Shimon, is not a Shinoi. So is Liban considered a Shinoi? Titania the Brisa says, If you shave the first sheep and then you dye it, or you spin it, or you weave it, it's not Mitzarf. So that why? Because it's considered a Shinoi. He says if you dye it, it is a shinoi. So you see clearly if Shimon holds, Svia is not a shinoi. Meaning it's not a shinoi. And even if you dye one sheep at a time, it's mitzorif. And here you see if Shimon holds, that Liban is considered a shinoi. So how could you say, how could Svia be better than Liban? It doesn't make sense. Amr Ba'elai Kasha. One is the Rabban according to Shimon. If you hold according to the Rabban and Shita according to Shimon holds that Libon is it's is it Tzirif and if Shimon Yehuda according to Shimon holds that it is a Shinim sorry and if Shimon Yehuda according to Shimon holds that it Tzvia is not a Shinim and Libon's also not a Shinim so it's a Machlaikis Tanoim in Reb Shimon Shita. If Liban is considered a Shinoi or not. Very interesting thing. That's the way the Machlai. So even though we said that seemingly according to Yehuda, according to Shimon, Shinoi is considered, Liban is considered a Shinoi. It's not so posh. It's Taka Machlaikis Tanam. Comes out of Machlaikis Tanam. 
Really, there's no machlaikis. So what's the difference? Why would Libun not be a Shinoi? Uh, why would Liban be a Shinoi and Tzviya would not be a Shinoi? I would think Tzviya is more of a serious Shinoi than Liban. A very interesting thing. Even though you dye the wool, and it seems like it's very, very serious, you made a very serious Shinoi, but the Maestro could always remove the dye. Liban, you can never remove. Once you whiten the wool, it's whitened, it's done. So you can never remove the whitening. So Mela Vikika Tani Hasam Lai Hispik Litna Lachitsave Potter Bekimnikalava. When is Tsviya considered a Shinoi Reb David? Is when it's a Tsviya that you can never remove. There's a thing called Kala Elon, which is permanent, it will never be removed. When you use a dye that could be removed, that's not considered a Shinoi. The assignment of Shinoi is it has to be something that's unchangeable. If you want to change, if a person wants to be Mishana himself, you have to do it in a way that you can never remove it. That's the Matthias. It has to be stuck forever. If you could remove it, then it's not a real Shinoi. So, if someone's going to ask you on a test, what's the halacha? Is Tzviya considered a Shinoi? So, you'll tell him, I went on Meduinta vacation, and after Meduinta vacation, I never came back. I'm still on Meduinta vacation, and therefore, I didn't know, huh? How, how the breaking in the in the kvias could mamish it's a The secret of hatslacha is the kvias. The second you break it, it is so dangerous. I'm telling you, I say go on vacation. You have to make sure. I'm telling you, you side. You have to keep the kvias. I'm telling you, you side. I'm I'm telling you, I'm Amitzias, the greatest kavua dikechevra, and it goes the other way too. Right, Baron? If you make the first bell, it sticks. That's the Mitzias. The Mitzias says you have to develop the kvias. That's the secret to Hatzlacha. But anyway, what'd you say, my Shemtiv? It's going to be live. We're going to be on the wall. It's going to be live. Baz Hashem. It's going to be live on the wall. Baz Hashem. Anyway, so that's a machlaikis. If Tzviya, depends what kind of Tzviya. If it's permanent Tzviya, then it's considered a Shinoi. If it's not permanent Tzviya, then it's not considered a Shinoi. According to, it's not, Agapon, it's not in the Gemara that it's not considered a Shinoi.